You're listening to the Ricky Long Podcast. The Ricky Long Podcast is back. It has been way too long since I've done a podcast. And I'll probably in the next couple of episodes maybe address the reasons why I haven't been doing the podcast. And in fact, let's just focus now on the reasons why I've brought the podcast back first and foremost. Uh, Reason number one, I feel like I have something to talk about. Two, it's one of the only forms of content I really enjoy doing right now. I've really gone off posting on social media other than doing the Instagram stories and Q&As and like DMs. don't really enjoy the actual part of social media, but I always enjoy doing podcasts, so I'm bringing that back. Um, And then C, number C, is I've got exciting things happening in 2022. And this is just another platform where I'll be able to share these things uh, with you. So I don't think I've done a podcast um, since December 2021. Not sure much has happened since then. I did get married. Uh, so it was that pretty significant. Uh, this podcast is going to be all about the marathon, which I did in Belfast on the 1st of May 2022. And in the show notes, you're going to see uh, a link to the Instagram post I did about that. A um, couple of things. Uh, one thing we're always going to do with the podcast moving forward, except maybe episodes we'll do with guests, is we're always going to be super short. I actually have a stopwatch beside me here. This podcast is not going to be over 15 minutes because I believe we're all such busy people now. Uh, if you can't get your points across in that sort of time, well, it's probably not worthwhile listening to you anyway. And I've already been chatting for two minutes here. So the headlines are... The Belfast Marathon was on the 1st of May. It's the, They did do a marathon last year in September with reduced numbers. So it's kind of like the first full marathon they did uh, since post-COVID. Uh, for me, it's my second marathon in isolation, third marathon in total, if you count what I did in Ironman last year. Um, the headlines are, my time was 4 hours 10 minutes. I cramped up from the halfway point and I saw parts of Belfast, which I'd really forgotten about. Now... Like I said, I did Ironman last year. I'm doing Ironman again this year. My one goal for this year's Ironman is Ironman is doing it in a quicker time than I did last year. Last year was 14 and a half hours. Uh, this year, I want to go sub, way sub 14, probably towards 13, maybe even towards 12. One of the things I discovered in doing Ironman last year is one of my big weaknesses was, was the run. Not that that was much of a discovery. So I've worked really, really hard this year on my run. The Belfast Marathon, for me, was essentially a little test of where I am right now, a little bit of a training run, and a little bit of uh, crack. The reason why it was crack is I got the run with two really, really good friends, Chris Kirk and Chris Finks, who both posted absolutely fantastic times. Both went sub four hours, so I think Chris was 3.53 and Chris Kirk was 3.57. I could be wrong on that uh so anyway i went four hours 10 minutes now the first thing we're going to talk about and again you'll see this on the instagram post i'm just going to go into a little bit more detail cramp my calf specifically my left calf cramped up round about 22 23k which is just over the halfway mark in the belfast marathon uh right up until the halfway point it's quite flat it's really really nice route from that point onwards you have the subtlest little hill which lasts over 15k. You only rise 16 meters in ele- 60 meters in elevation, but because it lasts so long, it can like it really does destroy people. Uh, for those that know the route, it is goes. I won't bore you with the, the city centre route, but it goes uh, Andy Town Road, 
Falls Road, Springfield Road, uh, Shankill Road, bum, 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 Waterworks, North Belfast, and then you, you run back towards Omer Park. And it was that bit that really destroyed my calves. So it got to the point where my calves were cramping up so much where I could no longer control how my feet hit the floor because as soon as I tried to push down or decelerate when your foot hits the floor, I just started to cramp up. I had to run the whole second part of the marathon just using my hip flexors, my quads, which presents other problems. To the fact that it's now Thursday the 5th and I'm still severely suffering. I think of broken bones in my left foot and my quads, I feel like there might be some micro tears in my quads there in a really, really bad place. But that's because I was running with a different style. So the learnings for that are I need to be better hydrated at the start. I need to start training with more hills in my, my runs. And the third one is I probably went off just a little bit faster than I should have. So I need to control that and I need to not run with my friends for the crack and run my own race. Uh, touching on the hip flexors there, uh, the next time you go out for a run or even if you're in the gym or anything when you listen to this, try to do a little bit of a run just by lifting your hip flexors. And you'll notice how much that changes your running style. That's what I've been doing since, or that's what I had to do since the halfway point. Uh, for my water and fuel, <clears throat> excuse me, I actually adopted the strategy, strategy deliberately. I was going to refuel. I had energy gels in my pockets plus a flapjack. So I was going to have the energy gels and flapjack every 45 minutes. That worked really, really well. I think my fuel was on point and every water station I was just going to have like four or five mouthfuls of water, whatever it was. Um, they get quite hot in the middle of the marathon. Uh, so hot, you know, like there was actually noticeable sweat on my face. Uh, so some of the water did get pouring all over me. Um, carried a banana, carried two isogels. Uh, the isogels also had caffeine in it. Don't underestimate how good caffeine can be on a day like that. And I have flapjacks. If you are going to do an endurance event, make sure you train and test using any fuel you plan to take on because you need to be really certain about how your body and digestive system is going to react. Which brings me on to the third point, toilet, toilet. Uh, and a couple of long runs recently I've had, um, I have had a toilet issue where about halfway through the run, I've had to stop and drop. And without getting too graphic, neither of these times involved using an actual toilet. I had to use a field. Um, so less said about that, the better. I was a little bit nervous about this. However, I now know my strategy. So again, if you're going into a big event like this, you need to know your toilet strategy. You need to know where you are and how many times you need to go to the toilet and what you need to be doing in the toilet before your event starts. Because if you get caught out with it, it can be a very, very uncomfortable run. It can be very, very messy. And it can obviously be embarrassing as well. So make sure you do. Um, just if you if you want to know what mine is, uh, the day before, I make sure I have some uh, like Lucasade Sport. Um, that works well for me. It pumps my body full of glycogen, glycogen, sugar. And then what that allows me to do is it allows me to accelerate my toilet that evening. And then I want to be able to go twice the next morning. So I'll have something small to eat. I'll do some light exercise, some light stretching, and then normally about 30 minutes before event starts, that's when I want to be toileting for the last time. Um, and like I said, I've tested this a few times. I've read a few books on it, uh, listened to other endurance athletes, and I've kind of taken what works for me, and that works for me. So in the morning of, I don't like to have 
too much liquid. I like to do my hydration the day before. I'll just want to have caffeine, maybe like a, a glass, a pint of water, something like that. Nothing more than that. I'll have my porridge quite dry uh, and I'll, I'll limit the amount of fruit that goes into it as well for obvious reasons. So there you go. There's a toilet churn on the return to the Ricky Long podcast. Um, it was also the first event I ran with significant amount of supporters. So when I did Strathclyde Marathon in 2019, there was there was no supporters there. The park wasn't even closed. There was actual regular punters. I'll put that podcast in fact in the in the show notes. Um so there was nobody there when I did the marathon swim, the 10k swim, obviously your head's in water, it doesn't matter how many supporters there there, there aren't any there's like fish. And when I did the Iron Man last year, whilst there was loads of people there, they weren't there to support the marathon. It was on the south coast of England, hottest day of the year. People were there enjoying their their Sunday, their weekend. And whilst they were supportive uh, nothing compares to the support that the Belfast Marathon got. So if, if just imagine the London Marathon, Belfast Marathon is kind of the same. Roads are closed. There's support basically lined the whole way in broken parts and places, yes, but the whole way you get support. A lot of noise is made um, and it's really, really good. Now I said compare the Belfast to the London Marathon. It's obviously a lot smaller, obviously a lot It's smaller in terms of the crowds there. Obviously the scenic, the sites are better because of Belfast and not London. Um, and obviously the weather's better because Belfast is where the weather's at. Friends, uh, touching this at the start, really, really nice to run with friends. Uh, throughout lockdown, uh, me and the boys, we've had our, our WhatsApp group, I'm sure everyone has. And the WhatsApp group has really, although people have been further apart, I think it's really brought people a lot closer together. And due to a couple of events that happened in my life over the last few months, it's definitely shown me the love and the strength that my mates give me. And it was really, really nice to run with the two Chris's and in fact, Gareth Brown as well, um, who he's been on the podcast before. We've had a little bit of crack on social media, but it was actually the first time I met him. Um, he, if you've seen any of the pictures, he's the, the one running who looks like Rambo. Uh, enough said about that as well. Touched on it again, Belfast, so nice to run around, run around some parts of Belfast, which I've probably forgotten they existed and certainly haven't been there in a long, long time. And let me tell you this, anyone from Northern Ireland, anyone from Scotland will realise the fun in this running from the Irish side to the British side of Belfast, while Celtic and Rangers are playing for the league title, is quite an experience because you see very, very... I just want to say beautiful, not beautiful, significant, memorable sights outside the Irish bars and outside the Celtic bars compared to the British bars and the Rangers bars, which, by the way, are literally round the corner from each other. Uh, if you've been to Belfast, you know it. So it's uh, Falls Road, Andersonstown Road, uh, Shankill, and then in the North Belfast. Some experience. That's more or less it for the return of the Rick Long podcast. Like I said, moving forwards, they're going to be short and sharp with the exception of feature episodes with guests. Um, I'm going to record maybe four or five episodes this weekend and I'm just going to drop them in sporadically. What I need from you, the listener, is just a little bit of feedback. What you like, what you don't like, what you want more of, what you want less of. Uh, that's it for this episode of the Ricky Long podcast. Check in the show notes. Uh, for the links I'm going to put in there uh, about my first marathon, put the link in about the Ironman last year as well and I'll put a little link into my social media post about the day as well. Catch you soon.
You are listening to the Ricky Long Podcast, where international fitness entrepreneur Ricky Long answers your questions and interviews fitness leaders on training, nutrition, and mindset. Be sure to leave a review on iTunes.